0: Well, hello and good evening. This is Dr. Stephanie D. Barnes and we are about to begin our next episode of conversations from the C-suite, the girlfriend's guide to being a CEO. But you know how we like to get it started. We want to make sure that we are not having a conversation by ourselves. So I invite you to invite someone else. We always like to invoke the power of three. So will you please invite at least three people? Share this link out to at least three people or at least three groups or both. The more the merrier because the more that we have on, the more that we can share this great information because we've got a powerhouse coming to the stage tonight and I'm really excited to begin this two-part series on helping us to get through the holidays. So I'm going to do as I've asked you to do and share this out. So you know how we roll. I want to invite you to hang tight and invite. So we'll be back shortly to begin this episode. Right, it is time for another episode of Conversations from the C Suite, the girlfriend's guide to being a CEO. I am your host, Dr. Stephanie D. Barnes, and it is indeed my pleasure to be with you this day in the C Suite. I hope you grabbed your favorite beverage. I've got mine because we are about to have a great. Conversation. You know, every woman needs to be the CEO of her life. And it's when she has a seat at the table that not only does she make things greater and better for herself, but she makes a seat at the table for someone else because there is power when women gather and conversations from the c-suite is a power packed hour that provides women a platform to talk about real issues that impact real women because we know that life doesn't end when we leave the office but you know what ceos don't just sit around and wait on great things to happen they make great things happen because that's what being the ceo of you is all about The name says it all, chief executive officer, one who gets things done, executes. Now, you know, the C-suite in any organization is at the top. It's the pinnacle of the organization. It's where all the big wigs are, where big things are popping, right? Well, each of us has a C-suite in our lives because the C-suite is where the decisions are made. And each of you has a C-suite where you are the CEO of you, and you are making the decisions to create the life you desire and deserve. Now, what does this chief executive officer do? We know a chief executive officer gets things done. The chief executive officer, CEO, comes up with a plan, develops a strategy, works with a team. Hey, you're not out here by yourself. And they inspire that team to get Things done. You are being a CEO in your life every day and not even giving yourself credit, but mm, it's about to stop today. So where are you on your journey to your C-suite? You may be a CEO on the rise. You're just getting started. You just decided, you know what? I am the CEO of me. So you are a CEO on the rise. You may be a CEO on the move. That means you've been at this, you've made the decision to go to your C-suite, but you're still making it better, you're still going one level at a time. And you may be the CEO, you running things, you making big things pop, but you know that even when you are the CEO, you can always be an even better CEO because CEOs don't just sit around on their laurels. They continue to take it to the next level. So you're in the right place wherever you are in your journey to your c-suite because here in the c-suite we want to make sure that you feel something that you learn something but most of all baby you gotta do something that's right do something we don't want you to just feel good yeah we want you to feel good put some comments out there let me know how you feel we want you to learn something take some notes learn something you didn't know before but For goodness sake, girl, do something with what you learn because that's when you're really making those CEO moves. Now, making CEO moves is really about creating the life you desire and deserve. It's creating your circle of influence. It is educating and empower yourself for elevation and optimizing, operationalizing what you learn so that you can optimize your outcomes that's what making ceo moves is all about so whether you are the ceo of a business or you report to a ceo you are always the ceo of you so let's get ready to talk about some strategies that help you to capitalize on your most powerful asset your ability to make decisions your choices The power of your choices because you truly have the power to create the life you desire and deserve. So are you ready? I hope you are ready. I hope you're ready to enter the C-suite. I'm excited. I am just really thrilled. I have one of my favorite people in the lobby who is going to help us get through the holidays. So, you know, you always used to listen to that song. I don't know if y'all listen to the Motown classics, but you know, what do the lonely do? for Christmas. I'm not going to sing, but you know, you get the, you get the point, but you know, you always hear that song and Christmas truly can be the Christmas season. The holiday season can truly be really, really hard for people because it's a time when you want to be all booed up, but you might be by yourself. And you know, you may be wanting to be with somebody, maybe wanting to be with family, or you just may want to do some things that you aren't able to do. And seasonal depression is real. You know, there are a lot of us who are impacted by this time of year. This is one of the uh, most hard, hardest times of the year for people who are dealing with death, death of a loved one, not themselves, because if they did, then well, their they holiday, you know, might be good, might be not. But anyway, they're dealing with the death of someone they love. They may be dealing with divorce. They may be dealing with a breakup, or they just may be dealing with an empty nest, their family is now aware of their family dynamics have changed and it's not like it used to be. Well, we want to make sure that we can truly say joy to the world. We don't want to be Grinch. We don't want to be Scrooge. We want to truly be joyful in our holiday season so that not only are we able to spread joy to the world during this season, but beyond so I have someone who's very special to me in the lobby and I'm going to bring her to the stage to help us to learn how to really be joyful during our holiday season regardless of what's going on let me just tell you a little bit about the powerhouse CEO that we're going to have in the C-suite today I'm pleased to bring to the virtual stage none other than Jocelyn Gavin Lane she's a licensed certified social worker at the Gulf Coast Veterans Healthcare System in Biloxi. She's been in the she's been providing social services for over 15 years. She has her own business, the Premier Professional Counseling Services, and she is not only is she a powerhouse as a counselor in helping people in that capacity, she also has a nonprofit The Pink Lotus Project, which is a 501c3 that focuses on women and girls empowerment. She's truly a powerhouse. She's actively involved in her community, serves on several boards, and she's in the best, the first and finest sorority alpha, Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. So she is my soror. And I had the pleasure of chartering a chapter of Jack and Jill of America uh, Incorporated. On the mississippi gulf coast so she's one of the charter members of that organization and just completed her presidency there so she's a leader far and beyond and i could just go on and on she also has a family beautiful family i just love her but we're going to go ahead and bring her to the stage so that she can help us to be truly joyful during this holiday season hi how are you oh, well thank you for having me tonight oh I am so pleased to have you here been looking forward to this of course we planned this a while back uh, right. but um, you I'm, I'm ending out the the, the calendar year <laughs> with you as my guest so you're gonna you're gonna close out the uh, conversations from the c-suite for this for this calendar year so thank you so much for being here thank you Yes, well, we always like to start out with the who, the what, and the why. I've shared with them about, you know, your your bio, but I want to hear who is the real Jocelyn Gavin Lane? What do you do and why do you make CEO moves?
1: Well, I am a mental health provider. I am a mother. I'm a daughter. I'm a caregiver. I am a empower, a motivator, and I'm a CEO. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a little bit about who I am. I'm from a very small town in, um, in central, eastern Mississippi, I'm only child. Uh, so I've had a wonderful upbringing, and I'm really happy about where I am in my life right now. Yes. i very pleased about that. Um, and and. Very excited about being able to share some of that information with the guests that
0: we have today. All right, well, awesome, awesome. So I want to know, like, you know, may, striving because you know, when, when you hear your bio, the first thing I always think about is when is my girl sleeping? Jesus, <laughs> when is she sleeping? Because you know, um, you know, you are truly doing what I call living life in the end, and that you know, you have your business, you have your career, your family. And you still find time to make those CEO moves and help empower others. And I just want to take a little time to to learn about, you know, what what motivated you to start the Pink Lotus Project? I started Pink
1: Lotus back in 2013. I was going through a emotional rough patch, if you will. And I needed something to do. And um, I was a member of a part of Leadership Gulf Coast. Mm-hmm. A year prior, and I had just graduated. And so, at the end of that program, they always ask you, you know, for reflections and things that you've learned, and what do you want to do? And so, I talked about wanting to do a little bit more mm-hmm. to help women and girls. And um, so, we discussed how. Well, how will you do that? You know, they try to pull it out of you. What do you want to do? I said, Well, I would really like to have a nonprofit that focuses on women and girls um, to just empower them to live to be their best. Uh, mentoring girls um, who not necessarily come from poverty or anything like that but girls who just need more information mm-hmm. and I think that that's kind of where I was as a teen growing up I had a wonderful upbringing mm-hmm. um, education was instilled in me from a very early age but being able to see women who look like you yeah around you I didn't mm-hmm. have that and yeah. in um, some non-traditional careers so mm-hmm. I want to be able to offer that to girls who are coming up, who may not be able to see, you know, some women in some non-traditional careers. So that's very important to me to be able to offer uh, young girls that, and be able be able to offer my daughters that yeah. opportunity as well.
0: Yes, and and I hope that y'all really heard the CEO move. That's why I asked her about this. because that was a true CEO move. Because what she described is, you know, she was feeling a little 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 out of sorts herself going through an emotionally difficult time and decided to channel that into something that would not only empower her but to empower others and that's what making CEO moves is truly all about because early on if you were listening to my opening spiel and I talk about this every time you know when you get a seat at the table it's not just for you Right. Get a seat at the table for somebody else because, first of all, you need an ally. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's one of the biggest misnomers or, bi- or misconceptions about being in power is lonely at the top. Mm-mm. You better get you somebody at the okay. top who's on <laughs> your side. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I- it's also about paving the way from others. And I just wanted to highlight that CEO move because that's what it's all about here in the C suite, which is truly taking, taking those lemons. Mm-hmm. And into lemonade and you yep. not only did it empower you but it empowered us so i just wanted to to celebrate that and and thank you <laughs> thank you so much for what you do thank you so you know we're going to talk about a lot of these holidays and uh, you know this is this is very apropos i need this for myself and uh because last year you know i decided i was going to divorce christmas i said mom mm-hmm. my- Christmas this year I'm just divorcing it completely <laughs> and it's and it's because you know um, the Christmas the Christmas holidays have always been very well not always for much much of my life have been very traumatic since my parents divorced my parents divorced in 2010 oh. excuse me when I was 10 years old when I was 10 years old and that was the last truly in my mind you know beautiful Christmas that oh. I because my family was together in the next Christmas it what they weren't and I had to decide was I gonna go to my mom's was I gonna go to my dad's and I hated Christmas every year uh, because of that uh, and decided that when I got my own family that you know we were gonna have beautiful Christmases and I and I went way over the top every year to try and make my family Christmases really beautiful it was all about our family I decorate the house, you know, you been yeah. <laughs> have yeah. my and all these different things because I wanted them to have a truly memorable Christmas. And, you know, and one of the reasons, honestly, this is kind of sad or something, I don't know how you describe it, but one of the biggest reasons I fought so hard, you know, for my marriage to to stay intact in was I didn't want them to have to decide. Who right. we were gonna spend Christmas with? So I was gonna to try to stick it out. I would say
1: that is not
0: sad.
1: It's honest. Yeah, and so we can be honest with ourselves about what it really is. Yeah. We're, but when you can't be honest with yourself, <laughs> so you're on you're on the right track. You're yeah. honest.
0: Yeah. But of course, you know now that now that I'm divorced. You know, last Christmas was the first Christmas my boys did not spend Christmas with me. And it just was heartbreaking. And I couldn't even put Christmas yeah. decorations up Um, because I was just it was just so sad. So I was like, well, you know what? I'm just not going to celebrate Christmas anymore. And and I, I did it not from a Scrooge perspective, but I knew I had to reset what Christmas meant. Right. right. Every year I was going to be good and crazy, you know, for Christmas. Right. Absolutely. And so I created my own Christmas experience and it was beautiful. And so it allows me to be a little bit a little bit healthier <laughs> this year. Good, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. But I know a lot of people deal with this. You know, a lot of people, you know, we discussed this a little bit, you know, even before um starting. It's just, you know, how difficult the holidays can be, you know, because there are all these pressure, all these doggone hallmarks movies. You know, it the problem is- was, I think, messing a lot of folks up. Everybody fall in love and go back to their little hometown and find somebody, which is great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, it's, you know, you have all this pressure on you. That There's a lot of pressure. The perfect Christmas experience. And you're just trying to make it to the new year. I'm trying to make it through. I'm trying to make it through. <laughs> um, I think a lot of that is expectation. Yeah. You
1: know, we have, and ex- society has an expectation that, we are to have a beautiful Christmas and that everyone is going Mm -hmm. to enjoy the holidays. But that's not true. That's not true for everybody. And so when we're maneuvering through the holiday season, you know, that can make you feel sometimes a little bit worse Mm -hmm. because the expectation is there that you will be happy, that you'll be around family who love you, and that it will just be the most most wonderful time of the year. But for a lot of people, it's not that. And so I think we have to Think about what what the expectation is, and go back and think about what our expectation for ourselves is during the time, mm-hmm. um, and not have so much of society's expectation coming in on what we know mm-hmm. we can, cannot handle right. during the holiday season.
0: Right, right. Because I know that that was something that was just really important for me. You know, because you know, <coughs> um, I had had so much just trauma associated with Christmas uh, mm-hmm. over the years, anyway that you know i, I had like you say i had to have that i had to realign my expectations about what christmas means and I, I love uh i think it's hobby lobby has uh has some commercials now and it's just different scenarios and at the end i love the message christmas is what you make it right and Absolutely. I they're trying to get you to come up in there and buy them christmas <laughs> but the message is really beautiful because it's showing all these different scenarios of just people enjoying christmas in their own way and i think you know whatever holiday you know we're celebrating you know whether it's thanksgiving it's christmas it's our birthdays it's all these you know all these different like you say societal expectations as the ceo of your life as the ceo of you you get to set right Expectations that you have. And I think that's something that's really important. For us and acknowledging, mm-hmm. acknowledging
1: that the holidays are going to be tough.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. You know,
1: and not hiding the fact that you're going through something this holiday season. Mm-hmm. So just acknowledging to, to yourself, you know, this, this season is going to be tough for me. Mm-hmm. So I get to decide how I want to, how I want to move throughout this season. Mm-hmm. So you get to decide. How you want to show up for others. Mm -hmm. Decide how you want others to show up for you. Yeah. So just really acknowledging that, first of all, it's going to be tough. Mm -hmm. There may be tears. There Mm -hmm. may be sadness. And, you know, lower that societal expectation. Right. That it's going to be wonderful and beautiful and lots of glitz and glam. Mm -hmm. Because that may not be how you are going to be showing up this holiday season. Right. and having others around you that, that are, that are really honest about that. Mm-hmm. That's
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think, you know, sometimes we just have to, to say, you know, well, I'm just at a place right now where, where I feel life sucks and I'm just going to stay in this moment and I'm not, you know, and it's, and it's fine, <laughs> you yeah. know, cause um, you know, I always think about, you know, one of my favorite movies, uh, is the you know the Grinch you stole Christmas and, and if you think about that whole the whole psychology behind that <laughs> you know he got his little feelings hurt years mm-hmm. ago for Christmas mm-hmm. when they uh, teased him when he was a little boy mm-hmm. and he hated Christmas every year thereafter so much to the point where he didn't want anybody else so, to experience Christmas and I think that you know that's something that we really really have to be mindful about is that we don't allow experiences to determine you know how we're going how we're going to celebrate or not you know like for me i hated christmas because uh my parents got divorced and really they still love me the same and honestly i got twice the (laughs) gifts You know, you would have I got twice the gifts because my mama got me something, right? She got me something, you know. I was so focused on the negative that Mm -hmm. you know we weren't all in the same place. That I allowed that you know to shadow my view of Christmas for years. I mean, I literally used to say I hate Christmas, and you know, um, when I kind of acknowledged this last year that Christmas was going to be sad for me because my boys weren't going to be with me. I said, well, you know what? I'm not going to allow myself to hate Christmas. I'm just going to break up with it. And that was my, (laughs) my way of, of, uh, you know, right.
1: right.
0: So I think we have to
1: decide too, because there's so many traditions that we make with our families that we make, you know, with our friends. So we get to decide what we want to keep. Mm-hmm. Well, we get to decide what traditions we want to keep we get to decide what we want to do away with and what mm-hmm. we want to keep that may be not putting up a huge christmas tree but maybe mm-hmm. just doing christmas decorations yeah you know or um going to see some friends for christmas eve mm-hmm. or hosting your own gathering of other friends who may not have family in the area right so we need to decide what we want to do for yeah. ourselves during that time and if that means nothing. That's okay too. Okay. That's okay too. Yeah. You have to be able to do what you can do emotionally. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the point where you can't do any more emotionally, that's okay. It's time to take a step back because you don't want to overload. Right. You definitely don't want to overload yourself. Right. So, you know, being present in the moment as far as where you are with your emotions is yeah. really important.
0: Yeah, because, you know, because one of the things I wonder. You know, because you you talk about how sometimes you you have to pull back and 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 be by yourself, but then on the other hand, you might not need to be by yourself. You <laughs> might you know need to be around others? So you know, how do how do you kind of figure out w- which do you need to do? You know, and kind of what I would do is just kind of
1: test it out. You know, you definitely don't want to be a Grinch. You don't want to go to somebody's Christmas party and stand in the corner and me mug all day long you yeah. don't want to do I'll steal a what is it the, what did they steal the hoop punch or something well you definitely want I would say take it as first you know I'm going to do this party this week and if I feel like this is not going well then I have permission to excuse myself you know mm-hmm. you got to give yourself permission to do to test things out to see maybe I can do I can stand a little bit this week but I'm not going to be able to do a whole bunch of stuff next week Yeah, And just kind of, you know, giving yourself an opportunity to kind of see where you fit. Right. What happens, how you're feeling. So I wouldn't necessarily cut it all off, but just know when, you know, is appropriate for you to
0: not go into overload. Yeah, and I think, you know, a very important word to use is, you know, give yourself permission. You know, because I think a lot of times we obligate ourselves to go to parties, stay at this, you know, or to be in certain situations when if Truly, we are operating in our CEO-ness. Absolutely. You
1: know,
0: we, we will give ourselves permission to say, you know what? I'm going to go and stay for an hour. Mm-hmm. And when the clock strikes seven or whatever the hour is, I'm out. And right. I don't have to apologize for it.
1: Absolutely. And, and I think that we, we, we start to apologize for that type of stuff. Well, I'm not going to be able to make your party. And it's so sometimes it's so much happening. So many wheels turning. So much going on that we feel like, okay, we have to be at everybody's thing we mm-hmm. have you know, been invited to seven parties and I need to do all seven and mm-hmm. I said okay well I'm going to pick four the best of four you know that, that's what I can give yeah and just being okay with saying I'm not going to be able to make it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know mm-hmm. letting people know that that's not personal right you know, I'm not going to be able to make it and being very honest about to mm-hmm. with yourself about where you are yeah. is really important
0: Right. Because, you know, we've been, this. these last two episodes are going to close out our um, relationship series mm-hmm. where we've been talking about different areas, different, the ways our relationships impact us mm-hmm. and, you know, creating that circle of influence. Right. And I think, you know, one thing that's really important around the holidays, it, really before the holidays, but especially by the time you get to them, is to uh, make sure that you have solid relationships where people understand so and are right. not going to be mad at you because mm-hmm. you're with something and instead mm-hmm. of them being understanding and trying to help you, you know, they're mad at you because you mm-hmm. didn't come to their party. Right. And uh which is why it's so important to to take stock of your relationships throughout the year. So that yeah. when you get to those tough areas, you know, you've got people that you know, the, who understand you, know you, who love you, and they're gonna love you whether you come or whether you don't. Absolutely. So that's really important.
1: Knowing your audience, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. knowing who your friends are, you yeah. know, and knowing what you what you need to sign up for and what you don't need to sign up for,
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: kind of maybe telling people, you know, I'm not gonna be able to make it. There's a couple of things I've already told people I'm not gonna be able to come. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know. Hopefully, you won't be bad, but I'm not yeah, gonna
0: lie. You're gonna be all right with Jesus, you're be all right? But <laughs> be okay
1: with yourself mm-hmm. that people may be upset if yeah. you don't show up. So, yeah. a lot of that is internal. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we take that out. Oh my God, are they gonna be upset if I don't come? Well, they may be. However, how do we internalize it? Mm-hmm. How do mm-hmm. we internalize that um, somebody's gonna be upset with us about not being where they want us to be at a particular time?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, having that core group of people that understand that the holidays may not be your best time, yeah, you know, is really important because that's turn inter- That's internalizing everybody else's feelings, right, and not really putting stock into your own,
0: right, right. And that's that's something that's so important, you know, about being the COU is, you know, valuing yourself enough to give your feelings the same level of respect that you give others and consideration and consideration. <laughs> I was talking yeah. to a friend, um, you know, earlier this week and, you know, she, she really needed to move on some things. It's, it's a relationship issue. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she's like, well, but you know, I, I'm, I'm nice. I don't want to be nice. And I said, well, he's not being nice to you. <laughs> yeah. of your You know, of your feelings. Right. And, Right. And you've got to be nice to you. And part of being nice to others is respecting you and not feeling bad about, you know, about setting your boundaries. Not
1: feeling bad about taking care of yourself.
0: Right, right. You
1: have to have some self-care, think mm-hmm. about your feelings, because that's what that's what's going to drive you. So mm-hmm. if your feelings are off, if your feng shui is off, then you're yeah. going to be off. You know, for whatever else is coming in your path for the next couple of months or weeks or days or whatever's coming. Mm -hmm. If you're off, everything else is going to be off. Mm -hmm. If your mental is off, everything else is going to be off. So you have to have some time for some self-care and for some um, real time is what I call it. Just time to Mm -hmm. sit down and say, okay, what's happening? And really think about reality, Mm -hmm. not what you want it to be, but what it is. Yeah, and we're so creating a path or creating an action plan based on what it really is. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we create an action plan based on, you know, what we kind of think it should be. Or this relationship, well, if they say yes to this, then I'll do this. Yeah. If they say no, then I'll do this. So it's kind of like you're you're stuck in limbo right. the whole time. And so when you're stuck in limbo, you're not really able to live your best life, right? Or do your thing because you're stuck waiting on. Someone else to move, someone else's feelings to move. And then I can move, which is not the way that you should be doing it, especially yeah. when it comes to your feelings.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, one of the kind of, I guess, paradox or a paradox of the holiday season is it's all about giving. Right. It's all about giving to others. And, you know, that's 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 a message. Give literally giving gifts and giving service and give, give, give. When that may be the worst thing for you to do because of just simply where you are, you may need to receive mm-hmm. because, or, or at least just, just not feel compelled to give because sometimes you know it's taxing the just the financial, uh, um, mm-hmm. you know, side of the holiday season because you know a lot of people literally can go into debt,
1: you know, yes. during
0: the, during the holidays. I know that's one thing I do not miss about being married. He had like 50 million relatives and I had okay. to buy for all them jokes. I love them. I love them now. But I would literally have to go out and buy. I mean, I, my, my Christmas list of just his side, it was like 20 something people. And yeah, it was like it was like 20 something people. And I ain't bought my phone nothing yet. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But it was but it was just the mental stress of having and you know to pick something out. And, and it wasn't the money, because it, you know. The, right. the expectation wasn't that it was necessarily something expensive, right. but just the mental stress of having to pick out I me. Mean, I had my, my entire Christmas list was like 50 something people.
1: Wow. And
0: and you know, I was a busy mom, wife, CEO really? myself, you know, and then, you know, trying to be the Griswolds <laughs> and having to buy them and it, it literally would stress me out. Yes.
1: Yes. So, so- Creating some boundaries around what you're going to do. Some healthy, healthy boundaries. And I love a nice and healthy no. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. No, thank you. Beautiful. When you can be really healthy and sweet. No, I'm not doing that. No, thank you.
0: Um,
1: You know, finding out, and Christmas lists can be very long.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So you have to sometimes go down that list and say, look, let's just really... Think about this. Mm-hmm. You know, is there something else that I can give? Mm-hmm. Um, homemade cookies.
0: Yeah. Homemade gifts.
1: I'm going to bake you a cake. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that that are from the heart, but are not going to put you in a position where you are having to borrow money mm-hmm. or having to, you know, run your credit card up. And then, you know, next month you, yeah. you have meals. So utilizing like a Christmas club account. Mm-hmm. And being very intentional that you're only going to spend what's mm-hmm. in that account. Mm-hmm. So if you've only saved $500, that's all of your Christmas money.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: that's it. And you're not going to do anything, even though that may disappoint some people.
0: Yeah. And,
1: um, what's, what's amazing to me is that people get disappointed about gifts. Yeah. You know, I'm in your life. I'm, I'm the best gift that you can have. <laughs> I- <laughs> but, you know, people get disappointed about... Yeah, I'm disappointed about gifts. So you have to be very, you know, honest with where you are, with the reality, and saying, look, I'm not in a position to do that this 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 year, and not feel bad about that. Yeah. Because, again, those societal expectations are that we're going to go out and buy the 50 gifts yeah. for everybody, mm-hmm. and then, you know, where does that leave you next month? Because the bills are still coming. Yeah. You, know, you don't yeah. get a break in December. Still coming, yeah. so you know you don't want to put put yourself in a position to spiral down even more when you're already feeling bad because now you have a two three thousand dollar credit card bill. Right, You weren't expecting. Look,
0: and they now one of them coming to try to help yeah. you pay it. You got good gifts, right? Yeah, because that's that's one one decision I made for myself last year. Because like I said, last year I broke up with mm-hmm. Christmas and just said I'm not going to celebrate it at all. For the reason of, you know, recalibrating. And then this right. year, uh, I still haven't put my decorations up because it's just me here. And, uh, but my boys are coming to visit next week. So I think I might put a little, a couple of things. Like if I had, mm-hmm. a, that was one of the things, you know, um, I had, I had beautiful like Santas and angels that I used to love putting. I remember. You all, <laughs> all my Santas. yeah. You know, you used to love putting all of that up. And then one of the things that I loved doing was the the tree. We had a family tree. I never had a really fancy designer tree, and all the ornaments they they meant something. And uh, so I don't know. I, I may put I may put something up, but I said I'm, I'm I'm through with gift giving, and not being a scrooge about it, but being realistic. All of my family lives like everywhere, and I remember one Christmas I bought everybody's gifts and it was like january or february before i got everybody's gift mail <laughs> and i was like oh, forget it Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. i think by the time i got her her christmas gift it was like mardi gras <laughs> you know so so Happy i decided mm-hmm. i'm just i'm just not gonna do it because mm-hmm. it's 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 stressful now, if I see them, if we're going to be in the same place, y'all might get some. But I ain't shipping nothing all over right, all right. Of America.
1: <laughs> Redefining your expectations. Redefining yeah. the traditions you want to keep, what you don't want to keep. And yeah. moving out of that societal expectation is so good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost uplifting when you don't have to do what everybody is expecting you to do. You yeah. know, when you're okay with doing it. But the, yeah. the hard part is being okay with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. people expect you to to give, they expect a gift from you they Mm -hmm. expect things and so when you don't deliver that can sometimes create a shift Yeah, what's going on or what's happening with her, you know it can sometimes create a shift so you in turn have to be okay with that shift happening Mm -hmm. others may be unhappy about the decisions that you've made for yourself right that happens a lot people people uh coming to you know in your space and say well i'm not happy with what you do with your life so you know you have to be okay with the shift yeah Yeah. and okay with you know some others not being really happy with the yeah
0: right right and i think that that's something that like you say we really have to get okay with people not being okay with us Right, because unfortunately, or realistically, that's a lot of the reason that we're in the situation we're in. Okay. Anyways, because we're we're trying to meet some external expectation that's causing all these internal issues. Right. I, for me, I ha- I had to really be um, thoughtful about, you know, why do I make? Why is Christmas such a big deal to me? Why yeah. why do I get all bent out of shape about it? You know, what is the deal with me and Christmas? And really, when I got to look at it, it was uh, it was about love and being with people I love and being. Actually, it was about peace. peace. Okay. Being peaceful, I like peace on Thanksgiving. I like peace on Christmas. And chaotic Christmas mm-hmm. with drama on Christmas Day just just messes me all up, you know. And that's what I had to realize is that what I was really looking for was peace. Right. And so I had a very I had one of the best, most peaceful last year, you know, and and it was a lot of it was just because of my state of mind. So I think that's something that we have to, to really be honest with ourselves, you know, what we really want and what <laughs> and, and what is really important to us and then create that in a way that that works for us.
1: Right. Right. So being like you said, being honest about it. Is important and creating what you want for yourself. Yeah, Um, because we create. And I, I had a conversation with my girls. You know my girls. Yeah. Conversation with them last week (coughs) about gift giving, and I give them what I'm going to give them.
0: Yeah. And
1: um, I told them, I said, "Now you will take some of that, and you will do this for this person." Mm -hmm. And they were like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "Yes, you'll take your money." Yeah, you give gifts to these people because they have been integral parts of your year in helping you this year so you're going to it doesn't have to be anything expensive yeah. but you're going to acknowledge the relationship in some way mm-hmm. and so they were like oh my goodness but to me it's it was more about gratitude-huh mm-hmm. oh yeah gratitude being yeah. thankful for you know your grandmother who comes to watch you when I'm out of town. Mm -hmm. you know or being thankful for your aunt that will come when my mom is working Mm -hmm. you know to come in and do whatever needs to be done so a lot of that is just gratitude for me yeah you know letting people know that you appreciate them Mm -hmm. and that doesn't necessarily have to be a a thousand dollar gift it can be a card it can be some cookies Mm -hmm. it can but i need you to show action right (laughs) in this great in this season of gratitude so you know, sometimes children don't always understand that. But the more I think, the more that we um, instill that in them, mm-hmm. you know, that, that they'll be better with, with some of the decisions that we're making, as far as you know, showing gratitude, and we we showing gratitude as well,
0: right? You
1: know, to others, you know, and to our friends, and to those who may not understand where we are in this season in our life. But showing a little bit of gratitude to those to those people as well. You know, I know you don't understand, but I'm thankful for you being here. Yeah. I'm thankful for the invite, even though, you know, I'm not coming. But I thank you for that invitation and just showing some gratitude, you know, that can go both ways.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I know gratitude is just is is it is such a healing experience oh it is it is you know because that's that's one of the the biggest changes I've made even like in just in my everyday prayers it's just beginning with you know understand what I'm grateful for and and just you know it just changes any situation. It's like today ended up being you know a, a really hectic day because I had to be somewhere at 1215 and I got my day started and some a project that I thought was gonna take 30 minutes took me an hour and a half and so I just threw my whole schedule off. And, then, you know, when I was just like, I was about to get just all bent out of shape. But, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm grateful I got the project done. I'm right. grateful. just I just kind of at every moment. Okay, I'm grateful. I didn't finally got my shower. I'm, fine, I'm grateful. I finally got, you right. know, I was, like, you know, I may not get there. I wanted to get there at a particular time. But I said, but you know what? I'm going to get there on time. It's going to be a beautiful experience. And it was. Right. And I, right. You know, I started out with gratitude and gra- gratitude just changes your whole perspective. It does. You know? It
1: does. It, it takes you outside of yourself you mm-hmm. know, to see others, mm-hmm. to um, be thankful. And, you know, that goes both ways. It gives others the opportunity to be thankful for you. Right, right. Which is really good. You know, we need to feel, you know, that we've, we've done something good in this world. So sometimes yeah. we need people to, Say hey, you know you've done a good job, or to be thankful for you. I'm thankful for your friendship. I'm yeah. thankful, you know, that you invited me to your party. Right. And I'm thankful for you being in my life in this season. So just you know, having gratitude both ways is also really important. Yeah. And you know, sometimes just being still and, and waiting on a little bit of gratitude is good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because that that is, I think, just just so important. You know, like I I I journal a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of you know it's, it's it is the reason I am not heavily sedated and in and in and, and, uh, and in somebody's facility because you know it just really allows me to um to just express things and I think that's something okay. that you know um you know getting those thoughts out of your head whether you go and speak mm-hmm. to a therapist right um, my journal is a form my journaling is a form of therapy for me but meditation and prayer absolutely. Um, and and just really being able to focus again on what you, what you have rather than focusing on what you don't have and just redefining Christmas, you know, the holidays, the new year, whatever, in a way that serves you. Right. Right. I tell my clients all the time that journaling is probably
1: the best thing that I've ever done for myself and going to therapy. Mm-hmm. And so I'm able to relate to them sitting across from me, having to tell me what's happening in their private life, mm-hmm. you know, and that feeling uncomfortable about that because mm-hmm. I've sat on someone's couch before. Yeah, and um, you know, not being ashamed to say, "Hey, I've been where you are." Yeah, and I want you to know that this process is going to be okay.
0: Yeah, and
1: you know, and sometimes that's just what you need. And I tell people all the time, you know, therapy is not doesn't have to be forever. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not forever it's to yeah. get you help you to maneuver through your healing through your journey the way that you need to do that. So I'm not, you know, here to I'm not a fixer. I'm a right. helper. <laughs> right. Right. So um and letting people know that, you know, it's okay to talk to somebody during this time, during mm-hmm. this time in your life, it's okay to come and say, Hey, I'm not I'm really not feeling the holidays. I don't mm-hmm. like it. I don't, you know, I need some help on this journey because I'm not feeling this. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's good to have somebody to, to just chat with from time to time
0: yeah.
1: and uh, making I think society doesn't make that seem okay all the time it's mm-hmm. getting a little bit better and I'm glad about that yeah. you know the, it's, it's, it's getting a little bit better it's not where it should be or where it needs to be right now but it's getting there so yeah. you know having being a listening ear for somebody who may not really want to go to therapy you know mm-hmm. sometimes we just have to listen and show some gratitude
0: in that right Right. Right. And I think, you know, because one of the things I I wanted to talk about was because, you know, you had touched on this a little bit before was either when you've lost your family um, Mm. and, you know, you're dealing with the fact that, you know, your loved one is no longer with you Mm. uh, on this on this holiday. Uh, Everything else is fine. but Simply missing somebody or. You know, if you're away from your family, right? right. Um, family's good, um, you know, because even like with uh, people whose children, you know, who are grown and living their own lives, family dynamics are good. They're just somewhere else. But right, right. what about like, you know, kind of those situations where people just missing yeah. the people that they love?
1: So grief is real during the holidays. And mm-hmm. I actually had a little conversation a couple of weeks ago on grief during the holidays and loneliness during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Because that is again, when society says we are to be our happiest mm-hmm. during the holidays. And if you have recently lost someone or you have uh, gone through a divorce or your children have moved and your emptiness, whatever is going on mm-hmm. that makes your a home or your You know your your family, not what it was for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. You know that can be very difficult because you're out of your element, right? You know you're totally out of your element, and you have to find where you fit. Mm -hmm. That can be hard to do when you don't have those people in your life anymore. So, what can you do for that? Mm -hmm. You know, first of all, again acknowledging that this is going to be a tough holiday season. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. And having a good support system is good as well. You know, having a couple of friends that know what you've gone through or family members who Mm -hmm. know what you are going through that you can pick up the phone. I have a friend, I just pick up the phone and we just hold the phone and listen to each other breathe. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm okay. You know, so just having somebody that you you can go to, whether that's a therapist, you know, a friend, a family member, but having some type of support system is good. If you don't have a support system, if you're alone in a city by yourself, again, mm-hmm. we talk about cultivating an attitude of gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know, what can you do if you are, if you belong to any organization, reaching out to them to see what's happening for the holidays, do some community service, um, rethinking your expectation of what the season is supposed to be. And that's a huge one. Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to do that more often, even if we do have people around us, mm-hmm. just rethinking what the expectation is. For us, so mm-hmm. that we can move through the holiday season, you know, less stressed with our bill money in our pocket,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, and everybody is still happy. Yeah. So we're rethinking the expectation and and discussing that with your family. If your family has changed, if the dynamic has changed, okay, well, let's go ahead and have this conversation about what the holidays are going to look like for mm-hmm. us because we've had a change. And not waiting. Until, you know, well, I think they're going to show up for Christmas. Or I think this person may come. Or I think I'm going home. But already kind of having that stuff planned, I already have had the conversations.
0: Yeah.
1: So two days before Christmas, you're not saying, oh, I'm not coming. Mm-hmm. Or somebody else is not telling you I'm not coming. Right. So rethinking those expectations and being honest about where you are. And, you know, being OK with with where you are. Is important as well You know So Not Again Not having yourself on overload Right Do what you can Do what you can Do what you can stand Do what you can do For that particular time And that particular season Yeah Because it is rough I lost my dad Many years ago But every Christmas Every Thanksgiving Every Father's Day I am Not in a good place I was maker of all beautiful places, Father's Day, and to- had a total meltdown
0: yeah. on Father's Day. You yeah. know,
1: when my dad has been gone fourteen years.
0: Yeah,
1: the grief it doesn't leave just because time has passed. Right. You know, and so sometimes you have to allow yourself an opportunity to go through that emotion, mm-hmm. feel what you're feeling. And thankfully, I had some family around who were like, "Okay, well, we know what you're doing. I'm gonna." go off to myself and have this moment and keep, and give yourself permission to have that moment. Yeah. You don't want to keep things bottled up, but give yourself permission to cry for whoever right. you want to cry for. Give yourself permission to, you know, take an extra nap. Yeah. During the holidays, give yourself permission not to buy all these gifts, not to go in bed, you know, just giving yourself permission to be okay with where you are currently.
0: Yeah. It's, it's important. Yeah, and I and I think you know you 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 reiterated this, and I think that's that's very important in this giving yourself permission, you know, mm-hmm. to 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 do whatever it is that you need to do, whether it is to cry, you know, because I think grief is something that a lot of us, you know, because we we grieve deaths, we grieve relationships. We grieve, you know, all these different things. And, and grief, like you say, it's um, it, it takes the time it takes. <laughs> right. And it's fluid. It's not, this is what's going to happen this month. This is gonna,
1: what's going to happen this month. You're going to go through all your stages of grief. Perfectly. Mm-hmm. But grief is very fluid. Mm-hmm. You can go from being happy to sad, to angry, and there's no particular order. Yeah, And there's no particular time. So grief is very fluid. And a lot of times when people are on the outside looking in, they don't realize that your grief is fluid. Mm-hmm. You know, divorce is like the death of a
0: family. Oh, it is. Yeah. You
1: know, and so you have to figure out now where you fit. Like I said, redoing traditions, mm-hmm. what you're going to do this Christmas because your children may not be there or you're in a new city or whatever's happening. Yeah. So what are you going to do to create what you need to create for yourself during that time?
0: Yeah. And giving yourself permission, yeah. To 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 do that and feel yeah. okay about that. Right. Cause I think, you know, uh, because you know, you, you mentioned like, you know, divorce really is a death of a of a it's really like a death mm-hmm. if the person's still alive, you know. It really is because you know it's it's uh, particularly you know cuz like I was married for 21 years mm-hmm. so I mean it was it's just like that's that's kind of that was half of my life right. and so one of the things that that I have committed to doing is really focusing on the good memories because right. a lot of cool. fun Christmases I mean the, mm-hmm. the four of us used to we really had good Christmases we'd watch the Griswold family vacation we'd watch the Christmas story Polar Express, yeah, Polar Express. You know, we had some fun things, and there was, you know, that was some really great times. So, you know, those are things that I would really like to think about, in mm-hmm. in helping me to, you know, again to redefine and just and really like to be grateful that there were good memories, and and be grateful right. for. The, and the have you know because right. even though, gratitude about those good memories right yeah because even mm-hmm. though the four of us aren't you know together we're still a family and Absolutely. we still have those memories and you know and I get a chance now to create new new memories and, and new things and I think you know it's giving myself that permission to say mm-hmm. that well you know that's how my um, Christmas was defined in that season of my life but right. now I'm in this new season And, you know, I get to define Christmas however I want to. You know, I don't have to play Santa. (laughs) I don't have to buy gifts for 50 people. I know that's right. You know, and so it really is, it really can be a joyful time in that, in this season of my life, I get to celebrate Christmas the way I want to. And and, kind of, and it's not like playing tricks on yourself, but really reconditioning yourself Mm -hmm. to think differently yes about you know, yes. You, yes. you thought about it
1: <laughs> right because you've been doing it for 21 years you know so that's a long time of repetition right so how do you train your mind to rethink what christmas is going to be yeah and be okay with it yeah because it's never going to be well it may not ever be what it was
0: yeah
1: you know so how do you recondition your mind to know that it's not it may not be that and be okay with the fact that it may not be that again. Yeah, and that you're creating a new space for you to enjoy your holiday. Yeah, it's creating a new space and looking at that with gratitude that you even have the opportunity to create this new space. Yeah, that you're in yeah. a good place that you can create this new this new thing for you. Uh-huh. And I think we forget about that. We focus a lot on the bad times. Oh, this happened, and I'm not going to be with my family. But that gives you an opportunity to create something new right you know and that in itself is a blessing you know that that's a way to almost reinvent yourself reinvent your holidays for what you want your holidays to be
0: right right and and that and it it truly you know um and i i can speak you know especially just from the perspective of divorce because a lot of people look at divorce as the break and you've lost you know your relationship and you've lost all this but, you know, it truly is a time to rediscover you. Mm-hmm. It's truly a time to, you know, redefine you or just any, you know, any type of loss or transition. And that's what, you know, that's, that's why I keep talking about, you know, being the CEO of you mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. decisions, right. About how you are going to create the life you desire and deserve. And, yes. and, and you truly have a lot more freedom mm-hmm. to do that unless you lock yourself, you put yourself in a box that says Christmas has to look this way, or family has to look this way, or it has to be celebrated this way. And I think a lot of times we treat ourselves like receptionists instead of treating ourselves like CEOs. Absolutely. And giving ourselves permission to define our holidays to be however it is that we want them to be. <laughs> Absolutely. Giving ourselves
1: permission, that is the most important thing because. You know, in any transition, grief, whether that's grief or whatever that is, or just I've decided that I can't spend all my money anymore. Yeah. Well, it may not necessarily be a breakup or a death, but, you know, just redefining, like you said, redefining and and thinking about what you need to do moving forward. Mm -hmm. If you want to make some different decisions in your life moving forward around the holiday season, how can you do that? Mm -hmm. So just really being honest and giving yourself permission to do some things differently. Yeah. You know, not
0: and not feel bad about it, right? And that's the biggest thing is not feeling bad about doing good for yourself.
1: Absolutely, so
0: self care, being
1: good to yourself. Yes. You know, maybe
0: instead of buying a Christmas present, go and have a massage.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, take yourself to dinner. Do something like that for yourself that will help you to promote your self care because yeah. you will have to move on after this holiday season.
0: Right, yes. and that's you the still thing. Have to move on. This is just a couple of months, and you've got mm-hmm. the rest of your life, and uh, it's all about how you define it and how you decide that mm-hmm. it's good. So. And sometimes those bad decisions can
1: follow us through the year. You know, that credit card bill that'll follow you? You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, those right. bad decisions can follow After us. Happy New Year! <laughs> yeah, right on for the New Year, you know? And so then that can get you off track for whatever you're trying to do for your New Year's resolution. Right. If you're trying to pay off the credit card, well, you know, running it up at Christmas time is probably not a good thing to do. Right. That is true. That so is true. rethinking where you want to be and looking past
0: the holiday season, mm-hmm. where you're going, looking, looking past that. Yes, yes. Well, okay. Well, of course, you know, we've gotten to the to the end of the hour because we can you and know, I can always just sit out and chat and talk about anything Absolutely. for forever. So it it is so great to reconnect, but you're gonna be back and we're gonna continue this series and talking about how to deal with them toxic folk during the holidays in particular. But it's really something we be doing year-round. But particularly, yeah. you got when you got toxic folk that's in your family that you gotta spend Christmas yeah. time to protect yourself against yeah. The- <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll be back with that. But before but before we end the episode. Of course, if there's anything you want to share with our audience, particularly how to get in contact with you, because we know that you are a counselor um, who can help us uh, deal with some of these issues, but just share a little bit about how we can get in contact with you and then anything else you want to share as as we close out this episode.
1: I can be contacted on Facebook at Premier Counseling Services and on Instagram at Premier Counseling Services or at Just Jocelyn. Um, I can be um, found on either one of those platforms. We have lots of wonderful things coming up, um, vision board parties coming up to help people create what they want, their intentions for the year. So we have lots of things coming up this year. We're actually hosting one in Houston at the um, <clears throat> African-American Culture Museum. They're in Houston, oh. Texas. so if you're in the Houston area, come out and join us. And we're also hosting one here in the Gulf Coast area so have a look at our Facebook and we will be happy to have you
0: join. So that's premier counseling services, right? Premier professional counseling oh, services. Right. See, I knew that's why I wanted to repeat <laughs> premier, premier professional counseling, counseling services. Yes. On Facebook and Instagram, premier professional counseling I'm services. Well, thank you so much for joining me here in the thank season you for having we'll me. happy back on the next episode and we'll continue Uh, This this talk about getting through these holidays because we're going to have a joyful, a joyful season, not only during this holiday, but just be joyful throughout. So I just want to thank the space that we want. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much. And I look forward to having you back in the C-suite next time. All right. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Well, you know, it has been truly a joy talking to you Today in conversations from the C-Suite the Girlfriend's Guide to Be a CEO, as always, we want you to be joyful regardless of the season. And of course, this episode was brought to you by Deciding on Joy, my journey from breakup to breakthrough in 30 days. And actually, for those of you who may be going through a divorce or getting over a divorce this is a great tool that helps you to find your joy whether it is during the holidays or not so you can go to www.decidingonjoy.com that's decidingonjoy.com you can get your autograph copy there and of course it is available on amazon as well so i just want to thank you again for joining us in this episode of conversations from the c-suite the girlfriend's guide to being a CEO. It's all about the CEO moves that you make. I hope that you felt something. I hope that you learned something. But most of all, I hope that you do something. If you are experiencing a little joy um, deficiency during the holiday season, it's time for you to decide to be joyful nonetheless. And remember, that's all about acknowledging what's facing, what issues you're facing, being honest about why you're feeling the way you're feeling, and then deciding to do something about it, whether that is seeing a therapist, whether it is getting your girlfriends together, or whether it is doing like I did, breaking up with Christmas. And again, the breakup with Christmas was not about being a Grinch, but just simply redefining Christmas for me. So we hope that you do that as well, because it's all about the CEO moves that you make. So make sure that you continue to create those circles of influence, to empower and educate yourself for elevation, and to operationalize what you learn so that you can optimize your outcome. Because remember, whether you report to a CEO or you are the CEO of your own business, you are always the CEO of you. So you have the power to create the life you desire and deserve. So make sure that you in fact do something. And remember, we wanna see you back on another episode of Conversations from the C-Suite. And you can see previous episodes at csweetwomen.tv. That's csweetwomen.tv to see previous episodes. So we hope that you continue to make those CEO moves. Remember, the power is not in the conversations, but in the, in the moves that you make. Don't just talk about it, be about it, but don't wait weight broke the scale. Now is the time to do what you need to do to be the CEO of you. Remember, your life is the product of your choices. Choose to be the CEO of you. I'm Dr. Stephanie D. Barnes, your host, and I'll see you next time in the C-suite when we rejoin again. Until then,